Hello and welcome to Thoughts. I'm your host, Miranda Schroeder. I am super excited about our topic today. Also, let's just know I am once again recording this episode a day late because life. Uh, my wedding business definitely has to take priority over everything else. And so my poor podcast gets casted aside. However, even if my episodes are not coming out on Tuesday and Thursday, two of them are going to come out per week. I promise you that. So here we are. It's Friday morning and we are going to talk about sex after baby. I didn't even, this topic did not even come to my mind. One of my readers sent it in, I guess I should say listeners, and instantly I was like, yes, I need to talk about that. There is not enough awareness about sex after baby. I just instantly transported myself to that time and thought how lost I was in getting back into a place where I was having sex with my husband. That sounds so crazy, but that's what happens when you give birth to a child. Maybe not for everybody. I would also like to put out a disclaimer. Again, this is my personal perspective and I know everybody's different. Everybody's in a different situation. Everybody has a different kind of birth. This is, again, just coming from my viewpoint and my lived experience. So I want to say that before we dive in. I remember laying in bed in the middle of the night, like realizing that like six week period that the doctors tell you like don't have sex for six weeks, but then six weeks you you go into this appointment and they're just like, yep, go for it as if it's that easy to just like jump back in and start having sex again. Newsflash, it is not. At least it wasn't for me. Maybe it was for some of you. And... I remember having a lot of anxiety about that. I was still bleeding at the time. I didn't know this until I became pregnant and started talking with friends about it. But a lot of women bleed for weeks and weeks and weeks after giving birth. For me, I think I bled for at least 10 weeks. Um, Obviously, you start out wearing a diaper, like we're talking that much bleeding. And then you slowly move to like a jumbo pad. And then maybe you can get away with a panty liner. I for sure was not sticking anything up there during that very vulnerable time for my poor lady parts. So you go into that appointment and they're just like, yep, everything looks good. Most women are not ready to have a penetrative sex at that time. And one thing I want to talk about today is intimacy versus sex because... I hate when people call sex intimacy. Intimacy and sex are not the same thing. You can have intimacy in a completely platonic relationship. You're not having penetrative sex in a platonic relationship, okay? Now, intimacy is amazing to have with your spouse to then have sex, whatever that sex looks like. I'm not just talking about penetrative sex. It could be any kind of sex. Yes, intimacy is... A wonderful thing to have with sex, but you can have sex without intimacy too. I think tons of people do that, whether it's a casual hookup or it's in your marriage. Like it is very easy and common to have sex without intimacy. So I will not be calling sex intimacy on this podcast. And intimacy is not sex. Okay. That's just uh, setting the stage for this conversation. Healthy sex 
is going to have to start way before baby. If if you want to have healthy sex after baby. And when I talk about healthy sex, I mean sex where both partners are openly communicating with one another about their emotions and feelings around the actual act of having sex. And oftentimes those conversations need to have out be had outside of the bedroom. So one of the very important things you can do when you're preparing for the arrival of your new little bundle of joy is get your sex life healthy prior to delivery. This goes for anything in your marriage, like straighten it out and get your communication healthy on who's responsible for doing the dishes or who needs to be walking the dog. Um, I've talked a lot on this podcast about fair play. And if you are expecting or getting ready to attempt to be pregnant, highly, highly, highly recommend doing fair play in your marriage. This is going to save you so much stress in those very, very hard postpartum days. I mean, your world gets rocked. We spend so much time decorating nurseries, buying bottles, looking at pump parts, like buying strollers. Why are we not having more preparation conversations with our spouses? It's a very loaded question because I feel like a lot of us don't have healthy, productive conversations with our spouses, period. And again, I can't speak for everyone, but it takes a lot of work to get to a place where you have great open communication on all these different facets of a married couple's life. So I know that seems off topic, but it's not because sex is just one of those open conversations that you need to have prior to the baby even being born to prepare you for those really, really hard postpartum days. And a lot of that is just having open communication. And I kind of get irritated when people are just like, communication is key to a healthy relationship. Like, what does that mean? What does that look like? And when I say communication, I'm really talking about dedicated time that's uninterrupted to sit down with your spouse when you are both in a good mood, a good state, like you're you're doing this intentionally. It's not like in the middle of an argument. Like you're like, hey, we're going to sit down with a glass of wine on Friday night and talk about how we can prepare for the arrival of this baby. Like you can tell your spouse, like specifically, I want to like talk about, you know, sex and what, what our expectations are and what that's going to look like. And obviously tell you have the baby you, you don't know and this might change, but setting up the dialogue prior to the baby coming, so important. Let's talk more about what that might look like. I might text Andrew and say, hey, let's grab a glass of wine tonight and just sit down once Ryan goes to sleep and talk about, I'm just going to pretend we're expecting another baby. Um, Let's talk about, you know, our expectations for sex after the baby comes. Now, if you've never, this is your first baby and you've never gone through this period, I just want to let you know that after my daughter was born, there were nights I was literally Googling like when that six week time frame was approaching, I was still bleeding and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to start having sex again soon. I would literally lay in bed Googling sex after baby, like what to do, 
how to start having sex again after baby, like how to prepare for sex after baby. I'm literally Googling these things like while I'm nursing my daughter in the middle of the night. It was that mind-blowing. I had no idea this was something none of my friends talked about. And oh my gosh, like I just didn't know what to do. So I know this podcast is probably a little all over the place already, but I want to like sit down with you. I want to sit down with that me in that time period and have a conversation that I needed in that moment when I was trying to figure out how to get back to having sex with my husband. So going back to that conversation prior to baby coming, I don't think Andrew and I really talked about sex and what it might look like after the baby was born. I don't think we talked about that before. This time around, absolutely. I feel like we have such a better idea of what that time was like and what kind of space we needed and what we needed to do to get back to having sex. So again, I'm talking to like my old self in preparation for my next self when we do hopefully bring another child into the world. So going back to that conversation, we sit down, it might be something like, okay, we know our sex life is going to change. Like, again, going back to that basic communication skill of saying, I feel statements and I need versus saying, you suck at this, you do this, you were rushing me last time. No, 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 no. We're going to flip the script. In this conversation, we're going to say, I feel very nervous. I feel very anxious about bringing this next baby into the world when it comes to sex. I, you know, I'm, I don't know what that's going to look like and that's making me a little anxious around this topic. And you might say, I need you to really support me here and I need you to really be on the same page that I'm going to need to go slow. I'm going to have to rebuild that sexual intimacy before we can even get to sex. And that's something we learned very quickly after the birth of our daughter was we needed to build up our sexual touch and sexual energy before even getting to the act of sex. And I'm not even just talking about like penetrative sex. I'm talking about any form of sex at all. When you become a mother, it almost in that very vulnerable time when you have this little newborn It almost feels like your sexuality just gets like completely stripped away because your baby needs you. So of course, like your energy, your focus, it's completely on the baby and you almost like your sexual self almost like dies. And it has nothing to do with your relationship, with your husband. It has nothing to do with that. Your body is just going through this wild postpartum experience and the sexual side of you is not the side that's needed in those exact moments however eventually like your marriage does not does need that side of side of you like that's a part of you that has to come back and participate in your marriage to create that relationship intimacy obviously like I said, intimacy is not sex, but sex can be a part of intimacy. And it's special intimacy that you only have with your spouse. For us, that time period, we had to take very small baby steps and go very, very slow. And I don't mean that just in a sexual way. 
or like the act of sex, but yes, in a sexual way. Like we had to start with things as simple as holding hands again, you know, like rubbing each other's backs again, just being physically close to one another or even physically touching one another. Like having your, if you've never had a baby, this probably sounds absolutely insane to you. And some women, I do know that like postpartum, they actually feel very sexual. That was just not my experience. I had quite the opposite. Um, Some women, that happens. Like, that's great. This probably doesn't apply to you. Uh, If you don't know what to expect or you have had a baby before and this was your similar experience, then I'm just kind of sharing what worked for us to get back to like our normal cadence of having sex and being active in the bedroom. So again, just starting with like something so small as like rubbing each other's arms, holding hands, putting a hand on a leg, you know, laying in bed and cuddling. That sounds absolutely insane, right? You're like, of course you're going to like cuddle your spouse, but in postpartum, that might not be the case. Like you might not feel like cuddling. You might have to go really slow and even work up to cuddling. And another very important thing on that note is having no expectations out of that. Okay. If it starts with, you know, I'm rubbing your back and that's nice. And now we're cuddling. There needs to be a mutual agreement that that activity is just for just building physical connection and maybe not working towards sex. Okay. I'm talking, it's not, it might not be working towards like penetrative sex. It might not be working towards a hand job, a blow job. Like you're just getting back into the act of being physically close in a sexual way with your spouse. Okay. You're not laying with your friends cuddling, spooning on the couch. Okay. So I'm talking about like sexual cuddling that's like intimate, that you're like sexually intimate that you're only going to share with your spouse, okay? There has to be an expectation that that doesn't need to lead towards a sexual act. And I think that's a great thing to discuss in that conversation pre-baby is really giving yourself as a couple, yourselves as a couple, the freedom to not have these expectations of what sex after baby is going to look like. And another thing is everyone's timelines are completely different. And I remember pulling up a Google article in the middle of the night, nursing my baby, like thinking, how in the heck am I ever supposed to have sex again? (laughs) Like, I'm not joking. That was literally in my mind. And one thing that really helped me was there was an article with all these different women talking about having sex after they had a baby. And it blew my mind. Like some people were like, we didn't have sex for two years after I had a baby. Other people were like, we had sex four weeks after I had a baby. So just seeing that everybody is so different allowed me to kind of let go of what my personal expectations were for sex after baby. And it made me relax a little bit on feeling like I needed to rush back into this activity. And as I'm reading these things and thinking these things, like I'm sharing them openly with Andrew. I'm saying like, 
hey, like I, I read this and like, I can't imagine not having sex for two years. Like, I don't think that's the path for us. But at this moment, I also don't feel ready right now. And gosh, Andrew is just the best. Like he was always so caring, so understanding, like never pushing me, never rushing me. So I know not everybody has a spouse that's going to be that supportive in this area, but I really hope that for you. And I also hope that if you're able to openly communicate how you feel to your husband, that's going to create a better dynamic and more support from your husband than if you just have these feelings and you stuff them down and you don't share them with your husband and you look at sex like it's a duty, I have to do it, I have to make him happy and you don't communicate these needs, wants, feelings, that's gonna set your husband up for failure because they're not mind readers. They need to know where you're at and the only way for them to know that is for you to clearly communicate it. It might even be as specific as saying, right now, I feel really anxious around the idea of having sex and I don't feel sexually like activated even when we're having physical touch. So maybe you request, can we try, you know, to spend five minutes cuddling every night or can we try to, you know, make out every single day before we go to bed? These, these sound silly, but these are very like actionable things that you could request and ask of your husband in this situation and maybe your husband requests the same right like they turn around and say like I really want to feel close to you and before baby the way I felt close to you was like having penetrative sex I know we can't do that right now so can we carve out you know 15 minutes where we sit on the couch put a tv show on while the baby is sleeping and like cuddle and kiss and just lay our hands on one another like maybe that is really important to your husband like physical touch and that's a way to start rebuilding that sexual energy without having to actually have sex felt like I needed to give you like some concrete like actionable examples there I also want to think about this from a cultural perspective when it comes to men and sex because most of the men are taught in this culture that like their performance and the amount of sex that they're having is kind of like tied up into like their worth like their performance in the bedroom like how much sex they have like culturally speaking it's a big ego thing for a lot of American men So I try to also think about like that perspective in this situation and that's where like the communication can be so important from the wife to say like, hey, look, like this has nothing to do with you. I still think you are so sexy. So, you know, words of affirmation if that's their love language. Still, you know, putting your hand on them or giving hugs or kissing snuggling like a physical touch is their love language it can be very hard for the men during this time too because they can almost create almost like a jealousy of the baby because the mom is constantly you know cuddling rocking nursing the baby so this can be a really difficult period for men too like this is a two-sided thing and 
if you can open up a conversation, you know, around that, in that conversation you have prior to the baby, like, make sure you're getting your husband's perspective or your partner's perspective as well. You know, talk about this. Like, I don't want you to think like this is a you thing when we're, we're not having sex after the baby comes. Another thing I want to say is that it's okay to try moving forward and inching past maybe like a kiss or a cuddle and it not being the right time to do that. It's okay to attempt and then look at your partner and say, you know what, like it's just not the right time yet or you know what, I decided in this moment that I'm just not ready yet. That's so important. I I know like for a fact that when I started feeling like I really wanted to have sex again, I was like, I know in my mind that I really want to have sex again. So I had to do a lot of like praying, meditating on that, of like what that meant, like how I could get there. For us, it was going really slow and like working up towards like actual acts of sex versus just like jumping into the bedroom one day and being like, we're going to have penetrative sex right now. So for us, it took a lot of stages over quite a few weeks. And then there were attempts where it was like we would start and we would be like, we're going to have penetrative sex today. And it just wasn't happening. And it was so easy to get discouraged in those moments and feel like, what is wrong with me? Like, this sucks. I feel like I'm being a terrible wife. Like, I feel like we've lost this part of our relationship that was really wonderful and really important. So easy to just get discouraged in that moment. And I just want to remind everyone that that does not mean you're failing. In fact, if you've gone all the way from like not even holding hands or kissing to like being in the bedroom attempting to have sex, that's incredible growth for a postpartum body okay and a postpartum mind because like I said so much of this is in your mind obviously your body needs to heal but this is a totally transformative time in your mind in both of your minds so don't get don't get discouraged go really slow don't look at attempts that don't end up in the way you expected as a failure because you're not you're still connecting and going through these experiences and figuring out this crazy wild thing called parenthood with your spouse is going to make you so much stronger down the road. It really will. Like there's nothing that's going to bond you more than this and working through this because I think so many couples easily just never open up the conversation and all the thoughts and feelings about sex just get stuffed down and they never get talked about and then there is no ongoing dialogue about what's happening or what is not happening in the bedroom and this can be the man or the woman obviously I'm talking about heterosexual couples right now but the man can also have a lot of feelings that they're stuffing down and not sharing. So one of you has to be the cheerleader in this conversation to put it on the calendar, to schedule that wine night, you know, whatever it is to have this conversation. And that that doesn't even apply to people having babies. Like that, that applies to every single couple that is having sex on a regular basis.
The last thing I will say about having sex after baby, once we actually got back to having sex, actually the very first time we had penetrative sex after having our daughter, I remember realizing like, oh my gosh, that actually wasn't that bad. It wasn't even painful. I had just built up so much anxiety and fear in my mind that it was like preventing me from enjoying the physical experience. What I can say is sometimes in this instance, when you're postpartum, you're basically starting from scratch. And those few first times are probably not going to be the wonderful, magical experience, you know, you were potentially having pre-baby with your spouse, especially if you have a really healthy, wonderful sex life with your spouse prior to having baby. It's okay to realize that you're starting from scratch and maybe those first handful of times postpartum are not going to be that experience but getting over the hurdle like lifted such a huge mental block for me when it came to having sex that if you feel like it's something you really want to do and you feel ready but your mind is like scared and there's so much fear there and it's telling you no For me, the act of just doing it at that point, like after we had already gone slow and kind of rebuilt up to this place, that was what gave me the permission. It was like a light switch to move towards our, you know, pre-baby sex life or something. It's obviously never going to be identically the same, but moving towards something that looked like closer to that than postpartum sex. And now... A year and a half plus later, like I'm happy to report that I would say our sex life is probably even better than it was pre-baby. So if you are in the thick of it right now, I'll leave I'll leave you with that. And wow, I feel like I could talk about this forever, but I hope I've given you some actual actionable insight into what sex after baby looked like for us. And I hope you found it helpful because this is not talked about enough, okay? Even a lot of the articles online, totally bogus. I'm like, this is not giving me any type of solution at all. Like, I didn't want to be the person that didn't have sex for two years with my husband. So as much as, like, it was assuring to read those things, I was like, no, I want somebody to tell me to, like, what do I need to do to move closer to having great sex with my husband again. So on that note, hope this was helpful. I'm going to sign off for today, get this edited, get it up. Like I said, it's a day late, but you know, I think you'll just come to expect that from me. It's just how we roll around here. All right. I will catch you later. Cheers.